0: Have you ever had an event that's completely turned your life upside down, sideways, backwards, and you're not really sure what's going to happen when it's all over with? I'm Jessie Lee. Welcome to Let's Be Honest. Three years ago today, we said goodbye to my stepdaughter. Three years ago today was the last time that she's ever been in our home. You see, when you let a government system get involved with how you raise your children, then the government gets to decide who it is that has the children. The problem is when society tells you that everybody needs a mother, then children get placed automatically at times with their mother. We seem to throw dads out like they're no big deal like somehow they're lesser parents because they didn't actually give birth to children and therefore don't have the same rights and the same responsibilities as a mother. Now, don't get me wrong. I can see that moms are so important in a child's life. The problem is is that dads are just as important in their lives as well. It shows every time we look at society and we see the astronomical amount of broken homes that are out there and homes where there is no dad in place. There's no father figure to add that structure, that role model that every child needs. But What happens when the mother is not the role model? The mother isn't what the child needs. You see, I still find it interesting that a government would place children with someone who has a drinking problem or someone who has a drug problem, someone who can't keep a job, who can't actually financially take care of the kids, even when there is child support involved. What happens then? Why do we still think, because there's a mother involved, that that's what is the best interest of the children? I'm not really sure why a government would take children away from a two-parent household that is financially stable, that is healthy, and is loving, and is caring, and can support two children in everything and anything they want to do in their lives. And you would hand them over to somebody who isn't mentally, financially, or physically capable to take care of them. Our system's broken it's been broken for a long time. It's a minor miracle when fathers actually get to have custody of their children. Usually a mom has to be so far beyond that there's no return. That happened in the case of my older brother, and my dad got custody of him back in the 70s when it was literally unheard of. But when you smash your child's head into the side of a crib, I suppose that's cause to remove the child from that mother. It's interesting that now in the 21st century, if you slam your kid up against a wall or you pin him to the floor with your knee or anything like that, that it's just a, an unruly child. and They're just not listening and they're not following instructions. At what point did we make it okay that we could do that to children and then still think it's a good idea to keep them in that type of household? I tell you what, we need as a society to start making dads a priority. We need to stop putting them in this ideal stereotype that dads are just going to leave because that's what they do. I know so many dads that are amazing parents. I see them all the time at baseball games or at concerts or at the park, at the restaurant, all kinds of places. And I don't think we give dads as much credit as they deserve for all of the work that they do, for all of the actual time they spend with their children helping and molding them reading to them, teaching them, helping them to become amazing grown-ups. Now, I was a single mom for a lot of years. And so I'm not trying to downplay mothers, especially single mothers. But I promise you that if at any point when I was raising my children, if I would have been unable to take care of them because I was drunk, or I was mentally unable, I would hope that somebody would have stepped in and said to me, hey, you need help. Instead, when you hire a lawyer for your children who is angry at her husband because they're in the midst of a divorce and she just happens to favor mothers no matter what state that they're in, that that would be enough to allow two children to go back into a state that they don't belong in. That they don't deserve. And I don't know. I don't know why we continue to allow it to happen. Let's be honest if we really cared about the state of our children right now, if we really cared about the well being of kids, we wouldn't be attacking teachers, we wouldn't be attacking those people who are actually trying to care for our children. We would be attacking a system that allows our children to go back into a household that's toxic, that's abusive, and that's dangerous. We wouldn't allow children to go back into a household that's not stable. We wouldn't allow children to starve or to be malnourished or to be ridiculed at school because their parent just doesn't care enough to send them to school with brushed hair or a shower or clean clothes. I think as a society, we need to step up and we need to start taking care of our children because if we really do care about the future, they are our future. They are the ones that are important. They are the ones that need good nutrition. They need physical activity. They need social interaction. They need friends. They need hugs, they need love, they need snuggles, and they need to know that they're not alone, that they don't need to be independent at 13 or 14, that there's a society out there that truly cares if they make it to 18 to actually become an adult. We need to do better. State governments, and I'm talking about you, North Dakota. You're one of them. State governments need to do better. We need to stop treating one person as the end-all, be-all to raise children and realize that kids have two parents for a reason. And we need to start choosing the better parent, not what the government deems as the better gender. This is Jessie Lee. Thanks for joining me.